might love it. You might hate it. You might even love to hate it. We are going to be talking all about astrology today. Hello everyone, welcome back to an, another episode, another glorious, glorious episode of Grow Up, Don't Give Up Pod. My name is Sarah, I'm your host, and on this podcast we just really talk about growing up. Um, it's inevitable, just an FYI, and so in the process of growing up, I found in my own life that sometimes I give up on things and I don't want to give up anymore. I want to keep going until I reach my goals and I have a life that I look around and it's like, yes, this is it. Not like, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to do this. Why do I live here? I don't want to have those excuses for myself. So yeah, that's kind of why I started the theme of this podcast. And also that's kind of the theme of what I share online, whether it's on TikTok, YouTube, um, on this podcast, it's really just like showing, you know how you're there like show, don't tell. I'm not going to sit here and say like, do all this stuff. I'm literally going to do it and freaking pray that it works out for me and that it inspires you. So (laughs) that's what we're going with. And astrology is one of my favorite things. Okay. Let me just back up for a second. I'm like a very, like, I don't know what the word is. Like I like to learn. I like to think I'm like a thinker, you know, I like to learn about things. I love like psychology, neuroscience. Like I study like neural manifestation, astrology. Like I really like science, but with like kind of a twist, you know, like, it's not like biology that I learned in, um, what was it? Seventh grade, seventh grade biology or whatever, where it's like genus species. This is a flower. This is what, how a flower gets pollinated. I love, I love that for other people. (laughs) For me, I need like, why do we act the way we do? Why do our lives look the way they are? And I look to the stars <laughs> very dramatically to do so um, because I just love astrology as like a self-actualizing tool. Um, and so I just want to like share kind of an astrology 101 just because I've been studying it now for like actually some time. Um I'm try I don't even know like when I got really really into it I should look back on my Amazon order and see when I ordered this astrology book and some of the other books I have but it's been between 1 to 2 years so basically over the past few years like since 2020 I've just like really gotten into it really gotten into I'm in a club I like do the whole moon ceremony thing and yeah it's amazing Um, just because I just, like I said, love like learning about life through this lens and like self-actualizing, self-discovery. Um, and it's just really fun to me and it's just like, 
and also with then with astrology sometimes people get into tarot too which I've also gotten into so maybe at the end we'll do like a little bonus tarot um something something special I'll do a tarot poll and I'll put it on the um on the po- on the podcast Instagram so you can follow that at grow up don't give up pod on Instagram although weirdly the other day when I searched for it it was not coming up. So you can always search me at Sarah Bish Bay and then that will come up. And then in the, like just in the little bio section, I have the link to the pod. So you can click on that and follow both if you want to. Okay. So we're going to go over astrology 101. We're going to go over the signs, a little bit about each one, and then we're going to go over the houses. Actually, you know what? We'll go over signs. Then we'll go over planets. And then we'll go over houses. We'll end with houses. How astrology works is it starts not like how our calendar year starts in January, but the fir- the astrological new year starts in March. So it'll be slightly different for every single year, but basically mid-March to mid-April will be Aries season. Mid-April to mid-May will be Taurus season. Mid-May to mid-June will be Gemini season. You can Google this if you want to know the exact dates, but the zodiac signs in order are Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and then Pisces at the end. And each zodiac sign is going to be a different element. So like, for example, Aries is a fire sign. Leo is a fire sign. Sagittarius is a fire sign. The earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. The air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And then the water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. And so you have every single one of those pieces of the pie in your personal birth chart. Even if you know from what, like elementary school, that you're a Libra or you're a Pisces or you're a Sagittarius like me you will still have every single one of the other signs in your chart. It's just a matter of where it is in relation to the planets and the houses. So to the planets we go. So in astrology, they we use the sun and the moon um, as part of our chart because the way it works is like when you're born, a birth chart of this will be your birth chart will be of the sky what it looked like at the exact time and location of where you were born on earth so think about standing outside you're standing on earth if you disagree with me you're not gonna want it this is gonna be a long episode for you because we we all know that we're standing on earth right okay <laughs> um and then you look can look out you can sometimes see the sun you can sometimes see the moon can sometimes see them both at the same time you can sometimes see neither of them and then I think most of us know like you can't see um 
like some planets just from the human eye, you know, but like sometimes you can see the planets, you can see um, Mars, you can see Venus. Um, and so that's how that's like mapped visually. And so basically you will have a sun sign of where the sun was in the sky. So like for me, my birthday is December 17th. That falls during Sagittarius season. So the sun was in the sign of Sagittarius during when I was born. But then instead of just the sun sign, there's also going to be the moon sign and the rising sign. So those are the big three. So your sun, moon, and rising can be all the same. They can be all different. Mine are all different personally. And that's going to be where the sun was, the moon was, and then what sign was on the horizon when you were bor- being born. And so that's why it, you need to know your exact time of birth because the rising sign changes you know, within the day and within minutes, whereas everybody born on December 17th, 1993 is going to be a Sagittarius because that's where the sun was. It's not moving like fast enough to be in a different sign on, on the same day, if that makes sense. So looking at your chart, like you're more than just to, to talk about like the big three. I feel like in the past few years, it's gotten super, super common to like, you know, co-star is like huge. Their um, Instagram page is so funny. And just like, I feel like it's very common to now know like what your big three are. Um, so my big three are a Sagittarius sun, an Aquarius moon, and a Pisces rising. And then also, if you look up your birth chart, like you can just look up online, you know, what's my birth chart, type it into Google, then you can type in the info and it'll come up. Or you can do apps like CoStar. There's another app that I have called Chani. Um, and the apps will tell you too. Um, and, th- and then after your big three, you'll have a, a sign for every single planet. You'll have a sign for Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, why can't I think of the other planets? You know, like every single one. And Pluto is a planet for astrology. Um, and so like your Mercury planet is going to be close to what your sun is. So it might be the same as your sun sign. Mine personally is. I have a Mercury and Sagittarius. Um, and then your Venus and Mars will be maybe the same as your sun sign, maybe completely different. And then as you go further and further, like out in the solar system, the planets get farther away. So it's like, you know, a whole generation, like my whole generation will be, have the same Pluto placement because the planets further away, like rule a generation versus the inner planets like Mercury, Venus, Mars, and Jupiter will rule more of your chart personally. So that's kind of like how the planets work. Um, and it's like you you might relate to some, you know, as, aspects of whatever the internet or books or astrologers have studied about the different signs. And you might not. But it's also like it's each individual sign and placement, but it's also how they work together. So I don't know. I always think it's like 
really crazy and this is kind of like a funny story so <laughs> um I'm not like an astrologer person I don't I don't really consider myself you know an astrologer I'm not like a professional I'm just like a recreational astrologer it's like I'm in intramurals you know like I played a college sport I'm not a pro and now I do intramurals like I'm an intramural level astrologer <laughs> so but still like sometimes it comes up like I'm not always like that's why I joined astrology club so I can just like share all the jargon with my friends and you know always talk about it but in like regular everyday life you know I know it's not everybody's cup of tea so I'm not always like blah 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 this moon you know what I mean um (laughs) but I was out with some of my coworkers, and it just like came up And sometimes when it comes up, people want me to read their charts or like I offer if they're like interested or, you know, whatever it may be. I'm never like pushing it on people. Just want to make that clear. I'll push other things on people. I'll push this podcast on people. I'm like, go listen to my podcast, subscribe, follow it on Instagram. I have no um, shame in that. But anyways, I was reading two of my friend's charts and I was reading my one friend's chart and I was like, reading it, reading it, reading it, reading it. And then like all of a sudden he was just like dead silent for like 15 minutes. We were like, um, are you okay? And everyone's like, you broke him. Like I, I must've read into it. Um, I must've hit, hit some heartstrings or something because he literally was like deep in thought about everything I said. And it was just really funny. So anyways, um, if you really want me to read your chart as the intramural astrologer that I am, just DM me on Instagram and maybe I'll give it a go. But yeah, so it's like that that story was about how you have to read the chart like all together, you know what I mean? Instead of just saying, oh, like I'm a Leo sun, but I'm really not that like extroverted and self-confident or something like that. You know what I mean? You might not fully resonate with every single thing. Um but it's because you have other elements and other aspects of yourself in the like sign in relation to the to the sign. So that's kind of how the main planets work um, with the signs. And oh, actually, you know what? I need to go back to something. So each, I'm not going to go through every single sign and like all the different things about what that means. I just feel like that's not going to be that fun to listen to for every single one. It won't really make sense. So this is kind of like a higher level, you know, viewpoint of it. And if you know what your sun sign is, your moon sign is, you can just Google what some different attributes of that might be. Um, but I do want to mention that with your big three and with all the planets, they all represent a part of like life kind of like I was saying there's the inner planets which are like more personal to you and then actually you know what now re-looking through this book apparently Jupiter and Saturn are social planets so it's kind of like not just for example the sun is your identity the sun is shining the sun is how you express yourself the sun is how you show up you know every day emphasis on day because it's the sun Whereas, and I'll go through which each of the planets um, kind of represents, but then 
like a social planet would be how you know you're interacting with other people and then it's the collective planets or the outer planets uranus neptune and pluto that are just like generational like you know how we have gen z millennial boomer like it's like the astrology version of that so starting with the sun the sun is your identity i like to think about it as how you shine how you show up like sagittarius's like myself are known to be very optimistic and funny <laughs> and like to travel and like fiery whereas Tauruses are like in their sun sign you know they're very strong and stable um resilient grounded enduring um and there's like gonna be those identity based descriptions for each planet or for each sign not planet sorry for each zodiac sign so that was like Aries, Scorpio, Sagittarius, you know, all that good stuff. Um, I feel like lately Pisces are have, getting a bad rep because they're just known for being dreamy. But like that could also be aloof or detached or just like very mystical. <laughs> um, and then so then you have your moon sign. So your moon sign, the moon doesn't generate any light on its own. The moon is a ref- is going to reflect any of the sun's light so it's going to work very closely with your sun sign energy and it's going to be like your emotional body the moon represents your just your emotions that's kind of what it does um and then your rising sign is going to it's kind of, there's, there's like a few different interpretations of the rising sign. Personally, I think the rising sign is all about like your perception, your perspective, and like what your life looks like to you. So, you know, there's going to be green grass outside. There's going to be the physical elements of life that are outside, right? And you can say, like, it's going to be the same for everybody. If you walk down the street, it's going to look the same to everybody. From, like, a very bird's eye view, sure. But I just think that the rising sign is, like, really how you view the world and how you interact with the world. I'm a Pisces rising. I think I just see the world. Maybe this is just me that I'm a Pisces rising, but... I just see the world as like a very, very um, like magical kind of like place. And I just think that I see things and then I've actually had friends before. I don't remember what my friend's rising sign is, but she just she's like, you just see things in the world that I never see. Like she said that to me before. And so, you know, we're, our perception is going to be like based on other things like our subconscious reality what we're bringing into mind like you know that thing about if you look for a white pickup truck if it's sub in your subconscious or your ex has like a gray jeep and you see like 14 million gray jeeps a day where somebody else that doesn't have an ex with a gray gray jeep doesn't notice one but they see they see a tesla everywhere they go because they're like i want that car you know there's that part of our perception of reality, but I just think the rising sign is just like 
what your life looks like, especially when you really start to create your life instead of like just living it without any input on what you're doing. And it's like another funny example that I really like to think about is like, and this has nothing to do with astrology, but it's just a way to say like what, what the life looks like. So I work at the music venue, like I always say, and if I'm working like an EDM show, the culture of EDM lovers are at the show. Everybody has a certain outfit on, a certain special style on. If I work a punk rock show, we got the chains, we got the spikes, like it's a whole culture of, and like everybody, not that they, everybody looks the same, but like everybody is dressing for that culture. If I work a country show, everyone just wears like normal clothes and like the occasional cowboy boot. And it's like, it's just so funny to me how culture is expressed through music. And it's like, I I don't know if like a bunch of Pisces Risings like went to, I mean, it's going to depend on a lot of other factors, but like, what would it look like if a bunch of Pisces Risings like went to a lunch place? Like, you know what I mean? Would it be? Okay. We might be too, we might be on a tangent. Okay, that's rising. That's enough on rising. And then Mercury is going to be the next planet, personal planet. That is the planet of communication. Venus is the planet of love. Mars is planet of relationships. Jupiter of, these are like kind of one word, one-off words that I use to associate um, with each planet. So there will be more other words but this is kind of my basic level um version jupiter is like expansion travel and like luck um saturn is like rules regulations um uranus is that's a good question i forget what uranus is it says the force of enlightenment and sudden change and then Neptune is like vision and dreams, and then Pluto is transformation. So that's kind of a quick um, one to three words about which what each of the planet represents. So when looking at your chart, you really want to look at your inner planets and your big three, and then to see what your generation kind of works through. Um, you should look at the outer planets and also the, like the social planets. Like there's a big kind of chitter chatter about the Saturn return, which is when you're in your, um, 27 to like 29 ish, you go through your Saturn return. So Saturn's like the planet of rulership, order, structure. Like it's kind of like a process. Like this is what this means this is how you do this and the big thing with Saturn is that you know when it's when you're zero you don't know anything (laughs) like well you may know everything is that is that a good um philosophical question when you're zero do you know everything or do you know nothing because you have all the answers within but also you've never lived so you don't even know how to tie your shoes or like you know what I mean um that that's a deep thought but anyways it's like a time kind of too that's notorious for everything crashing down and breaking if it wasn't aligned with you and just really getting you 
on your right track. And it's very interesting because I'm, I have a late Saturn in Aquarius, like it's at 25 degrees. Also, this is a little bit more advanced, but you know, each planet will be at a certain degree. And so anyways, I have it marked in my calendar that next Wednesday, so two days after this comes out, is my first hit of like the day of my Saturn return. So, I mean, the past few years have already been a whirlwind, so I'm like, it's not anything crazy, but I just marked it in my calendar just for fun because it's like been the buildup to my Saturn return kind of. So everyone kind of says that after your, uh, either your nodal return or your Saturn return or your nodal opposition or your Saturn return, you feel just like more like yourself and you like know yourself better kind of. So a little tangent on that on Saturn. Okay. And then we have the last thing, the last 101 basic of astrology is the houses. So remember right at the beginning, I said that every single one of those astrological signs will be in your chart. Even if you, it's not your sun sign, even if Scorpio is not my sun sign, it will still be in my chart. And that is because of the houses. So there are 12 houses. And if you have a birth, your birth chart in a big circle, that's what it should look like. And it's divided into 12 houses, one through 12. Um, one is going to be where that rising st- sign is. So for everyone, it's going to be different. So For example, my first house starts in Pisces because that's where my rising sign is. Then it goes in order. Second, Aries. Third, Taurus. Fourth, um, Gemini. So if your first house, if your rising sign is in, let's just go with Sagittarius or let's go with Scorpio, your first house is going to be in Scorpio. Second, Sagittarius. Third, Capricorn. Fourth, Aquarius. Fifth, Pisces. It's going to go around like that. So you can have the same, if you have the same rising sign as someone, your houses are going to be the same in the same planets and houses, if that makes sense. So not the sun sign. So me and my best friend, Sagittarius friends, we're going to have different houses unless our rising signs are the same. And then with each house, each house is going to have a theme too, and it's going to kind of go through each of basically 12 categories of your of your life so the first house is personal second house is is resources and money third is communication relationships fourth is family and home fifth is creativity sixth is health and routines seventh is partnerships and relationships eighth is transformation Ninth is adventure and education and learning. Tenth is achievements, career, and legacy. Eleventh is friendship and communications. And then twelfth is kind of the mystery house, um, but it's kind of like the depths, the deep, the depths, the unknown. I would say a little bit of transformation as well, even though I know that's a theme of the eighth house. And so... Yeah, it's like I freaking love the houses. (laughs) Um, There's so much to get into because 
you know, think about it again. So we have all the houses and then in each of the houses, there might be a planet. There not might, there might not be a planet. What planet is it? You got to look it up. What sign is it? And you got to look it up. Do you, and then you can go through and see. And so like for me, for example, um, my second house is in Aries and I don't have any planets in that second house and I don't have any planets in Aries at all, but I still have a second house in Aries. And for example, right now, the planets are moving through the sky, but they're not the same as they were when I was born, obviously, because I'm not being born. That only happened the one time, as far as I know. Um, and But right now, Jupiter is in Aries. So Jupiter is transiting through my second house. And so it's going to be relating to my chart through my second house and how it's relating to the other planet. I hope that made sense. I'm not going to go into transits or like um, aspects or anything like that because it's, I feel like it's probably impossible to explain it on a podcast. But yeah, that is my astrology 101 astrology intramural level course. Thank you all for attending. Okay, so I want to mention one more thing before we wrap up because I know the real reason that anybody gets into astrology. It was true for me too. You want to look up what your crush's sign is and if you guys are compatible. I know. My neighbor, boy next door, I was like, he's my soulmate. He's a, I don't even remember. Why do I feel like he was a Taurus or something? And I was like, I would just be Googling in seventh grade, are Taurus and Sagittarius compatible? And it was like, no. And then I didn't learn that lesson. Still haven't learned that lesson. How many Tauruses later? Um, But I say that in a very, very, very joking, sarcastic way. I hope that came through because it's like astrology and compatibility. First of all, I'm not very into it. Like I don't need to be out here like trying to find some certain sign that matches with Sagittarius energy. Um, Like I said, I use it more as fun for me and to like for discovery in my own life. And I'm never going to use it to be like, oh, I can't date a Scorpio or whatever. You know what I mean? That's just like ridiculous to me. And it's just funny. And like, it's fun to do compatibility stuff because I feel like that's what everybody always wants to hear about. I did recently get a book called The Astrology of Love and Sex because it just seemed like fun. It was really cute and I wanted to read through it. And then being like someone who practices my own astrology, you know, on my friends at the bar and um, to this podcast, I wanted to look at look through the book and just see because you can look more at like what are like, for example, both my parents are Virgo risings, which I just think is really interesting because if we go back to my rant about rising signs, it's like the way you see the world and like what your life, what your world looks like. And I just feel like since they're both Virgo risings, they just like are very compatible in that way because they both want to have a schedule on Saturday morning, wake up at 7.30, go for a bike ride from 8 to 12, have lunch at 12.05, bike home at 1, take a nap from 1 to 2, put the Bill Ga- P- Bills game on at 4, 
be asleep by 8.30. Like that is their ideal Saturday and so or Sunday. And so I just feel like for them, you know, the Virgo rising is compatibility. If you had two Virgo suns, like maybe they would be clashing heads because they were like, you stick to my schedule. No, you stick to my schedule. No, you stick to my schedule or whatever. You know, there's a million different ways to interpret it, but I like looking at it in a more complete picture. And since the book has like each sign plus another sign, I was like, well, I might as well get it because then I can see like, I want to look at what people's Venuses are. What is your, sure, we can look at sun signs. Sure, maybe we should look at moon and emotion sign, see how their emotions, you know, go together. But then we can also take a minute to see what is each person's communication style and what does, is each person's relationship style, style, what houses have a lot of planets, what, like, um, I didn't talk about the aspects, but like, what planets are related to the other charts planets. So that's my, that might be something I keep exploring, but for now I just use it to try to figure out my own life and this whole grow up, don't give up scheme. Um, and yeah, that's our astrology episode. I am so glad you were here to listen. I hope you enjoyed. I am going to post a reel. This will hold me accountable. (laughs) I'm going to post a reel on all my astrology books because I'm looking at them right now and I have one, two, three, four, five, I think. I have at least five astrology books and then I have two tarot books and yeah. So I will do, because tarot and astrology go together, you know, so find me on Insta. I'm going to post all of my books in a reel so you can see them all, which ones I like. And if you have any recommendations, I'd love to hear. I'm always browsing the Denver bookshelves for new astrology and tarot books, and they have a lot of really good ones. So I have not been disappointed. Um, And yeah, I will also be doing a tarot poll for... I got to figure out what I should pull it for. Um, I think I need to be pulling it for the eclipse. I got to double check what the eclipse is in. Okay, let me figure that out on my own time. You don't need to listen to this inner monologue, this inner dialogue. But I will do a card pull for, we're having a full moon, I think, the day this episode goes out. So I will be sure to post it for the full moon, get a little energy reading, and yeah, find me on Instagram at Grow Up Don't Give Up Pod. Thank you so much. Please take one beautiful moment of your time to subscribe to the podcast because that way it's always in your queue Monday morning ready for you to go when you're like, all right, what am I listening to on my morning walk? What am I listening to on my afternoon commute? What do I want to put on? Grow Up Don't Give Up Pod live in action for you. All right, that's enough. I hope everybody has a good, great, amazing, beautiful, glorious rest of your day. Bye, love you.